We are in week 17 of the NFL season, and you are turn- tuned into ISM, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my brother, Josh. Today, though, is a special double episode where we, where we are talking about the state of each NFL team. If you want to join in, you can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. But without any more time being wasted, because we got a long show here, let's get irreverent. Josh, I have been super excited about this episode because we are together. You excited? I am excited. Yeah, this is going to be a great show. Just sitting in your basement, drinking some coffee, talking some NFL um, and what I plan on doing here is we're going to go into we're going to go through each team. All right. And we're going to talk about the team and the state it's in and all that good stuff. But then at the end, we're going to say whether we think the window is open, the window is halfway open, the window is closed or they need to put in a window. <laughs> all right. And you mean in, rela- in relation to like the playoffs and the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because that's the only thing okay. that really matters. It's not about whether you have a, a good quarterback or a good running back or a good coach or you need to change your coach. Um, all that matters is getting to the Super Bowl. And if you aren't Super Bowl ready, um, then that's all that we need to discuss. Yeah, along the way, I think we're going to pepper in some fantasy football stuff as well. Yeah, uh, sure, a little bit. I'm pretty burnt out because my team is in 10th place. 10th place and in last place. And I'm ending in last place. This is It's pretty brutal. Where you want to start? Well, let's uh, start where we always need to start, which is the only team that really matters to us, the Chicago Bears. So let's talk the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears this year um, right now are 5-10 uh, and 10, with two games left. Tomorrow we play the Giants because we are um, recording um, on uh, December 31st, New Year's Eve, and we are not two states away, which is kind of cool. We're actually going to get to watch the Bears game together tomorrow. I don't know what that means or if even that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> but the Bears... It might ruin our relationship. I know. <laughs> well, it's good. it might be ruin our relationship with our wives, actually. <laughs> it's five and... Uh, the Bears are five and ten, um, and they're looking to end strong seven and ten, playing the Giants this week and the Vikings next. Um, what is the state of the Bears, Josh? Uh, how are you feeling about the offense? Well, the offense, I think I'm feeling very encouraged about the offensive line specifically. Yeah, I really like Borum and I and I Tevin Jenkins, I think he's gonna start taking even more steps. Um I especially I don't know if you listen to Hub Arkish at all, uh, if you're tuning in, um, but me and Josh do, and Hub Arkish thinks that they need to move Tevin Jenkins to the right side um and move Borum to the left, because Borum's bigger. That would make a lot of sense. I think Tevin Jenkins, though, given his pedigree and where he spent his time in college, I, I I don't know if I would say that that is like the you know end all answer. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. He he's just yeah. really speaking about what he thinks. You know, he would never say that Tevin Jenkins is not a left tackle. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I agree. The offensive line is not in shambles the way that we thought they were. Maybe, um, which I think is a testament to the middle of the line. Yeah, you know, and I, I think obviously the quarterback situation needs to be kind of dealt with, but I think the running back situation is is very solid for years to come. Yeah, I love Khalil Herbert. I, I love David Montgomery. If wide receivers, though, we need a real number one. We don't really have a no. We don't. We have a real number two. Maybe the best number two in the NFL. Mm, Chris Godwin probably is the 
actually, would Antonio Brown be the number two? No, Antonio Brown is – he's the slot guy, but he's still – He's still the number their number one, one wide receiver. He's right? the number one wide receiver. So, yeah. Allen we'll Robinson, talk a little bit about that a little bit later. No matter where he plays on the field, he's just the best number two yeah. that he could have. Yeah, I would agree. But I don't, I don't know if he really would. Ooh, you think – I think Allen Robinson's the number one. I really do, but I just don't think – I don't, I don't know. I don't know if his head's not in the game. Um, I don't know if he's just over being in Chicago. Like he hates Matt Nagy. I don't know what it is, but this year it's been weird. It's been weird. Cause the last three years, he's been really solid. I agree. He's a very good wide receiver, but you will never, ever get me to admit that he is number one <laughs> ever in my life. Okay. All right. I'm telling you, like there are teams that have three guys who could compete for the number one job over him. Like Cincinnati and Dallas, and there are a lot of teams that have three number ones, and we don't even have one. Ooh, I can't name one team that has three number ones. Dallas. Oh, I disagree. Amari Cooper, obviously. CD Lamb isn't quite there yet, but he's getting there. Who's your third? Michael Gallup? No. I don't know. No, he's a good number two. He's a good number two. I think they have one number one and two number twos. Seen him play? Oh, I've seen him play. Yeah, he's he's good. He's really good. Yeah, we are we are jumping off topic real yeah. quick. We got to be careful. That's this why we get... left ourselves a lot of time. Yeah, this is a double episode, so uh, hang on tight, folks. Um, so the offense, we're feeling um not super bad about it. We think maybe a coaching change might help that. Um, I think Matt Nagy. I think his curse and maybe his strength at some at one point is that he's just so stubborn. Uh, he he refuses to get out of his own mindsets and what he thinks needs to happen. I, I love his uh, little play sheet. It always says, be you. And I'm kind of like, I think you need to pull a George Costanza here and just start choosing things um, that you wouldn't normally choose. Like you just pick something that you know you wouldn't want to do and it'll probably work out. I agree with that. So I don't know. And there's lots of coachings, coaches out there that they could bring in. Um, but we're not going to go into that today. I don't think that's where we're going with this podcast today. Um, there are a couple people I would like to talk about, but maybe we can do that next week or, or something like that. Um, how about the defense? What's the state of the defense? The defense, we're going to be in a little bit of trouble next year because we have Akeem Hicks, who we're probably not going to be able to resign. I don't know if we want to. He's kind of old. He's injury prone. He's injury prone. And that's really the thing. Like, we can't resign him. Right. But he's also um, old. Like, he's nearing the end of his career. He is. Um, but again, he's been like one of those really like staples in, uh, on our defensive line that have made us so uh, successful. Hmm. But then, then we have, have uh, you know, Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah, Khalil Mack and Quinn, who, as of right now, is one sack away from breaking the all-time Bears sack record. One sack away from breaking Richard Dent's all, um, all-time sack record of 17 and a half. Yeah, you won the sack record on the Bears. That means something. Yeah, and he's got to have two games to do one sack. Two games. Now, he doesn't have Khalil Mack, um, but man. And Khalil Mack, when he was in there, when it was both of them, he was on pace for his greatest sack um, season. He had six sacks in four games. Yeah, and I, I think that um, along with um, with that, and then also basically getting a free number one um, defensive back in Thomas Graham, Dude, um, I loved that pick when I we got him so late in that draft. Man, our secondary look, our our, our cor- top two corners look good. Our, our our defensive line on both ends look good. We may need to revamp the middle. Um, our linebackers, um, Roquan Smith, is arguably um 
the best middle linebacker in the NFL, arguably. I'm not going to 100% say it because there are good – it's like really – there's a plethora of really good linebackers at that position right now. Um, but I, I would say Roquan Smith is fantastic. Uh, we really need to figure out the rest of that linebacking core, though. I agree. Um, our safeties. What do you think about our safeties? Eddie Jackson. Yeah, he's Eddie Jackson. Yeah. Well, he's uh, up and down. Yeah. And hopefully next year he'll take another step. Do you think this is this is important? We are going to bring in a new coach. We know that Matt Nagy, there's no way he survives. Um, another, there's no way he gets to another season. So they're going to bring in a new coach. Should the new coach keep Sean Desai as the, as the defensive coordinator? What is your opinion? I have mine. I think any head coach should be able to choose their defensive coordinator in principle. I agree. But I think Desai does. I don't think there's a reason to get rid of Desai. No, I think he's a young guy, who, and he's shown this year he's gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. And he's gotten some really good play out of Thomas Graham um, and Robert Quinn. You know, he's gotten uh, some good play out of some some young players. I would have to say that I'm not I haven't been a big fan of how many long touchdowns the Bears have given up this year. And I think that's Desai's failure in covering the weakness in our in our secondary that we had in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um I would say that that's always been something that's plagued us though. Like if you go all the way even back to 06 and all the way up till through now, we are not good at stopping that deep ball. We always have some breakdown in the secondary, even when what's his name? Um, uh, our old Kip, uh, not Kiffin, um, the guy, the head coach of the Broncos. Vic Fangio. Yeah, when Vic Fangio was our defense, we still struggled with some breakdowns in the secondary, and, and so I mean, I, I think we're just gonna have to figure that out. But I don't know if that's Sean Desai's fault. It may just be the system itself, maybe that there's always going to be a breakdown here and there. Um, but I would say um, that. Our team isn't ready yet for the Super Bowl, but I don't think we're as far off as some people in Chicago might think. Um, I think you, you know, bring in some good coaching, um, maybe change up the offensive calling a little bit, let Sean decide, continue to have years with this defense. Um, and I know you disagree with this, but I love Ryan Pace, and I think he's done a good job. Um, I think the window is halfway halfway open not halfway closed halfway open because i'm positive about this i would say it's a jar (laughs) i think we have the talent like some of the talent that we need right i think we're a long way from having a um a real super bowl contender uh simply because i'm not i don't feel strongly about justin fields as much as i did i don't Um, feel as strongly about justin fields either but i think it might be matt Nagy because i i think he might have ruined trubisky too it's possible, but I mean. Okay, so you're you're saying that the window's halfway, one way or the other. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we agree on that. Um, but let's continue in the north. All right, and we'll go. Let's just jump straight, and we'll we'll go down the line from uh, the best team to the worst team. All right, that's in each division. So we'll start with Green Bay. All right. Um, the team we hate the most. So we went from the team we love the most. To the team we hate the most, uh, the Green Bay Packers. Um, what is the state of the Packers, Josh? Well, I mean, it's very obvious to see that your team looks really good when you have an MVP quarterback. So uh, I don't think they have a ton of talent at wide receiver. They obviously have the best wide receiver, probably. Yeah, Devonte Adams. Like there was a couple years ago when he said, "I'm the best wide receiver in the NFL," and I laughed. But he has backed it up. 
And I've been very impressed with that. Um, but I would agree. There's not a lot of talent on that offensive line. There's not a lot of talent um, in that wide receiver core. Um, I'm not even a huge fan of their defense. But because they have Aaron Rodgers, uh, they seem to be keeping that window open. It's like they put a stick in that window and it, they can't, the window won't shut. And it won't shut until that stick, which is Aaron Rodgers, gets pulled out and goes to Seattle. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, but it, yeah, like I was saying, I I think their you know wide receiving crew is pretty weak. So if uh, you know Rodgers were to leave, it'd probably be hard for them to get a free agent or to even you know have Jordan Love go into a really good situation. Because uh, Devonte Adams, I'm pretty sure you know if, if Rodgers leaves, I think he's gone this year too. Um, but they do have a they have a pretty decent defense. They're their cornerback, Jair Alexander, might be the best in the league, maybe second best. Um, and uh, they they just have, like, a very, you know, solid team from years and years of good drafting and good free agent signings. They are probably known as, like, one of the teams that, you know, it's full of their old draft picks and, you know, doesn't have to go out and sign people in free agency because they draft so well. So, mm. and that's very painful for me to say. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> The organization as a whole is pretty decent. So. Yeah, no, no, I, I would, I agree with that. Um, but I don't, I don't, I just don't. Once they don't have Aaron Rodgers, let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, but I would say right now, as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, their window is open. Um, I think it's open this year. Do you think they're a Super Bowl contender? I would say so. I mean, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you absolutely are a Super Bowl contender. Okay. Yeah. What do you th- okay, so you like their offense, you like their defense. Um, I like their offense as far as Aaron Rodgers throws them. Um, their running backs though. AJ Dillon. Man, that guy is tough to bring down. Like if there's a running back I wish we had on the Bears, it's AJ Dillon. Like I was actually shocked when they brought Aaron Jones back this year because I thought AJ Dillon was going to be their star. Yeah, I unfortunately a lot of running backs though with his kind of, you know, stature um, you know, when they lose even like a quarter of a step, they're so much less effective. Oh, that's you know? so true. So, but he's young right now and he can handle those hits. But as those hits yep. start piling up, yeah. he's not gonna be able to stand as much. Yeah. Because, you know, he's just like kind of, he, he has just enough speed to make his power work. And the second he loses it, he's just going to be that much less effective. So I don't think I, I see him as like a, you know, a real superstar running back for years to come. Mm. But I think he is good. He's, I mean, he's definitely a great compliment to Aaron Jones. Do you think they're both going to be on the team next year? I would have to imagine. So. I would think, isn't Aaron Jones signed for another year past this year? I think he just yeah. signed a contract. And I think A.J. Dillon is in the second year of a, of a four-year rookie contract with the fifth-year option or something like that. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know if he was drafted that high The way, where he'd have that. I don't know. Um, but I would say, all right, so you're saying Green Bay, window open. Yeah, wide open. Like, as in, wide open? Like, they're probably going to win the Super Bowl this year. Wide open. Man, if they if they win the Super Bowl, I may just run into traffic. Like, now this is all assuming, like, if Rodgers is gone and Devontae Adams is gone, that window shuts really fast. Like, so, is the window shut when they're gone? Yes. Okay. All right. Great. This is the best news we've had in Chicago. Since all this dysfunction started in the offseason and then yeah. didn't work out this season. but. Yeah. All right, well, let's go look at Minnesota. They are 7-8. and eight. They are looking to get a wild card spot. Um, 
Kirk Cousins has been there a while now. Is he going to be back again next year? I have to imagine so. I don't know, man, because I think they're going to, they might fire their coach. Like it, it's getting, it's getting uh, a pretty, pretty rough up there in Minnesota with the head coach. Um, I think they're getting tired of his shtick, if you will. Um, but the offense, they're so weird. They're a weird team because they win games against like Green Bay and blah, blah, blah. And then they drop them to like other teams that are not as good. Like, didn't they just lose to the Falcons? Yes, they did. Yeah. Like, then they lose to the Falcons. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Kirk Cousins is real streaky. Um, not that I was ever a huge fan of him, but when you got two stud wide receivers like Jefferson and Thielen, and you can't really high, like, do this high-flying offense all year, there's an issue with your quarterback, probably. Well, they got Dalvin Cook, too. Good Lord. Yeah, they have, a, they have a lot of weapons. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins has never been a guy that I've liked a lot. You know, yeah, I think he got drafted in the same draft as RG3, I think a couple rounds after oh, him. Oh, did he? Okay, wow. I believe Didn't so, you know, that. with Washington. Um, and, you know, he had his games. You know, he came in. He actually won some people a fantasy championship one year when he came in and like just had stellar three four games yeah yeah at the end of the year he's like dan's favorite quarterback yeah and um but i mean i would say that he's he's as serviceable to get to the nfl without having a, a fr- like a real franchise you know superstar how do you feel about their defense it's really weak <laughs> it's really weak it's um it's really odd to see them kind of shut down teams for like a quarter or two, and then just mm. watch them put up like forty points in like ten minutes. Or yeah, something right. Like that. So yeah, and even like their best player, Harrison. Uh, um, I want to say Harrison Barnes, but he plays basketball. Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith, who went to Notre Dame. Um, he's even getting a little long in the tooth at this point as well. But he's still solid. He's still solid. Um, but I would agree that defense is not looking great. The offense needs to be probably revamped. Um, I think they're going to probably end up. Um, uh, uh, firing their coach this year. I really do believe that. I don't think Minnesota is going to have a coach um, after week 18, which is a weird thing to say, week 18. But I would say that uh, Minnesota's window is probably shut. I'd actually give them half open because if they, they get a new coach in and they, they fix their defense – and Kirk Cousins has has an average to above average year. That's if Kirk Cousins come ba- comes back, which I think he will. I don't think they really have much options coming out of the draft, and they don't really. I mean, yeah, of course we have you know ru- the rumors of Rodgers and Russell Wilson out there, but like I don't really think they have a really decent option at quarterback. So I, yeah. I feel like they should probably bring him back uh, I, if they want to have success get? now. Right, right, right. Yeah, if they're going to rebuild, then you know maybe not. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Okay, great. All right, so uh, final team in the NFC North, uh, the Detroit Lions. Um, they were winless for a long time this season, and now they've won two games. Um, they have a lot of moxie. They've lost a lot of games close. Um, what is the state of the Lions right now? I think the state of the Lions is always windows shut, and it's like bolted shut. <laughs> it's, it's, like, so there's a window. There used it's to just... be a window where now bricks have been laid. <laughs> like you can see, like you know, like the brick, like where the new brick is compared to where the old brick is, like where they, they just keep bricked it up. it up. Yeah, they just keep bringing it. Yeah, it's like multiple layers of bricks after all these years. Um, <laughs> I think I like Dan Campbell. I don't think I like anything else about that team. Dan Campbell, he's such an odd duck. Um, 
he really cares for the team. He cries in post game. Like he's very emotional. He's very much the the millennial guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got feelings. <laughs> um, but I would agree. There's not a lot of talent on that team. Uh, Jared Goff has gone there. Um, obviously, Jared Goff isn't a great quarterback, um, but he's done okay. He's not done great, but he's done okay. There's some running backs there. They're wide receivers. Uh, Amon St. Brown, uh, he's he's really kind of come out of nowhere. Um, their offensive line needs to be revamped, uh, and their defense is pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Um, I would agree with you, though. I, I would say their window right now is shut. I wouldn't say there isn't a window because I think there is a window, but it's it's shut. It's shut, and they need to do something to open it. Maybe get a stick like Aaron Rodgers over there or <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> well, I think we needed to waste more time talking about the Lions. Yeah, right. That's, that's more time than I thought we were going to spend on the Lions. So <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's continue in the NFC, and, and let's just work our way. We're going to do the NFC East last because that's the four-letter network's favorite division, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. So we're going to start with the NFC West. All right. And we're going to start with uh, the Rams. Rams right now are leading the division over Arizona and San Francisco and Seattle. And they are 11 and four. Are they going to win this division? The way that Arizona has been playing, I can't imagine that they, they won't, you know, they, they probably will. Um, they're, they're kind of hitting their stride. They're not like quite as solid as they were in the beginning of the year. But they, they've had a couple of good games. They put together a couple of good games, and I think they're going to finish strong. I think they're one of the real contenders for the Super Bowl. Like, I really don't know if there's a real contender against Green Bay. Honestly, I'm going to say this right now. All right, I, I, I got to say this. Green Bay's not going to the Super Bowl. And this is why. Because their defense. All right? In the playoffs, you've got to have a defense. All right? They don't have a defense. The Rams have a defense that can step up, all right? Dallas has a defense that can step up. Green Bay does not, and that is what's going to doom them. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Green Bay's defense is that weak. You know, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're, I think they'll be okay. I think their offense is going to be just enough to keep their defense off the field and keep them strong. I think everything is going to be fine. And I, 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 that does not make me happy to say. I don't like that I have these feelings. I'd prefer to not have these feelings. Well, but... And I think that's what makes the Rams my Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, um, I... Out of the NFC, my Super Bowl favorite, because their offense is just can be high-flying or whatever. Now, the pro- problem is they don't have a huge running game, although Sony Michel has started to really kind of cement his self as the, as the top running back there. Um, yeah, with, with Cam Akers coming back from the Achilles... Um, you know, I think they'll be fine. I actually think they're probably the team that has, you know, the best chance to not only go to the Super Bowl this year, but also next year. Yeah, I would agree. Their um, their window is more open than the Packers. I I would say it's like, yeah, it's kind of solid there for a little bit. Yeah. They're gonna be they're gonna be good for a little bit. Uh what I like most about their team is their uh their defense is just very solid. You know, they have, they oh, yeah. have Aaron Donald. They have, they have the best defensive back in the league. They have the best pass rusher in the league. Mm-hmm. They have a very solid linebacking crew with an aging Von Miller. Uh, I really, I don't think there's much weakness when it comes to that side of the ball. I would agree. I would agree. Which I'm always shocked when they lose a the game. Because I'm like, how is this possible? How do you lose? Like, you've got, like, probably the most underrated quarterback in the NFL on your uh, as your starting quarterback. You know what I mean? You've got 
wide receiver talent up the wazoo, you know? It's, it's, you've never been seen before. Yeah, Cooper Cup is fantastic. Van Jefferson, next year is going to be his breakout year. And this year, he's really showing how good he is. And then they got Odell Beckham with another year under the... They're going to... Their window's open for a few years. I agree. And remember, they have Robert Woods. Uh, Robert Woods is coming back next year. And he, you know, he's terrible, but that's fine. I know you can't stand him. I like Van Jefferson better. I'm not going to lie. They're probably going to get rid of one of them. They're probably going to get rid of Robert Woods. I would imagine so. I think, I think Odell is kind of, yeah. is the, the kind of that guy that they're looking for, that one-on-one guy that they need to uh-huh. just go, go and get balls. They can go up, right, and get, get him. And, and, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but, no, he's, but, he's t- but he is so insanely talented. Yeah, he's so, his physical traits are crazy. He's so athletic. Yeah, exactly. So he may not be the, the you know, 11 target a game guy, but those four or five targets that he's going to get are going to make a difference in like every game they play. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, so let's talk. Let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals. They're in second place, 10 and five. They do have a chance of winning this division. I don't know if they're going to, um, but they have lost three games in a row, three, three games in a row. They were they were at one point 10 and two. Another ten and five. They've lost three games in a row. Um, is is this a product of Cliff Kingsbury? Is he the issue? Um, is it Kyler Murray? Um, is it is it is it their wide receiver going down? Well, I mean, losing DeAndre Hopkins yeah. on any team is just devastating. I do think Kyler Murray has not been playing as well um, since he came back. Since he came back, I do think it's mostly Cliff Kingsbury's fault. Uh, hmm. For that, I don't think he's been putting Kyler in a good position. Really? I feel like he's been asking him to do everything. And as much as you're agree. the quarterback and you kind of have to do everything, it's really like, well, I mean, why not Why not let somebody else take the load a little bit? Here right, there, right. You know? yeah. uh, now, James Conner obviously has stepped up. Yeah, James Conner, like, like, I've never been a James Conner believer, but he is showing me this year um, how really good he is. Like, his one-handed catches – Back-to-back weeks that didn't happen, <laughs> um, but but his one-handed catch and 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 the way he uh, runs after he has the ball, like he, he's just very talented. I was very shocked. I, I think he's just a very good football player. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think he's like amazing, but like when you you have like those guys that are like super speedy and you know super elusive, he's just a really good solid player. running back all the way around, like a Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. Except Jordan Howard can't really catch, but. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I like Chandler Jones on the other side of the ball. I, mm. I think their defense is pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I really them losing three in a row though tells me that they're not going to the Super Bowl and they're not going to win it. And even if they do, they're not I know. Win. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I think they might be a a, a uh, first week out. You know, yeah, straight I mean, out of the wild card, be done. And I, and I think with having such a you know a young quarterback, I think that leaves them with a with a, a half open for a long time, you know, regardless. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, if they don't win the Super Bowl, I'm, it's curious to see what happens with Cliff Kingsbury in the off season. Yeah. And see, you know, if he makes the jump back to college. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause remember he, well, I guess he had taken the position at USC. Is that where he had been hired? And then he went to Arizona. Like he got fired from Texas tech and then got hired at USC. Oh, he's going to be the offensive coordinator at USC. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I don't remember now. Um, but he could jump back. Um, I think he may lose his job this year. I'm not saying he will, and I don't think it's as strong as I feel like I did about Mike Zimmer um, in Minnesota. 
Um, but he could lose his position. Uh, I would say Arizona's window is halfway closed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The young quarterback I, always makes me feel like it's on its way up, but you could be right. Yeah. I, I hate to say it because they're so young. You know what I mean? Like, how can your window be closed and Kyler Murray is so young? I don't, but I, I, that's how I feel. When you lose three games in a row, you know what I mean? And you were the top team. Like, there's an issue going on with that team. But maybe it is just losing DeAndre Hopkins. The moment he went down, that team was different. So maybe their window is open when DeAndre Hopkins is healthy. Let's look at the 49ers. Eight and seven. Um, kind of the middle of the pack, trying to make the wild card. Um, how do you feel about Garoppolo and, and all them out there? Yeah, so Garoppolo, I mean, he is who he is. I have no problem with him. He's just an average quarterback, yeah, NFL quarterback. Yeah, I think he'd be a great backup to have. I think anybody who gets mad at him for his mistakes is just an idiot. You know, he just is who he is. Mm-hmm. He's doing a, a pretty decent job for them. Um, I don't think because of him they're going to win a Super Bowl. I think because of Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan they could. Um, not with him at quarterback, I don't think. Probably not. I have a feeling that Trey Lance sucks, by the way. You <laughs> you have a feeling? Um, I'm going to say this right now. I automatically said I wasn't a believer in Trevor Lawrence. I wasn't a believer in Zach Wilson. I wasn't a believer in Trey Lance. Um, I am a believer. I was a believer. Maybe still for George, for Justin Fields. Um, but Mac Jones. <laughs> um, yeah, those three. Those three, I, I was not a believer in. I'm going to say that right now. I think they're like, that's why we haven't seen them since like, because they were getting involved with those packages. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Back. And I think they're like, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> this he's, guy, this isn't you, good. You have to hide this guy, then trade him for a first round yes. draft pick later. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to try to pull the Arizona. Yeah. Trade uh, Josh Rosen for Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, really? They're just Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean, that's what really happened. Oh, fair. Did they get a second rounder for him out of New England? Or did they get a first rounder in New England for him? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember what they got for him. I think it was a second rounder. I think it was a second rounder. But but, no, but I mean, the Cardinals return. traded Josh Rosen for a first rounder. Oh, they they actually they got that. Did they not? I don't remember that. But you maybe, maybe right. they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. But anyway, nonetheless, um, we are not Trey Lance believers um, or any of the top three quarterbacks. Um, where, where's San Francisco at? How do you feel about? Like, are they going to make any, are they going to do more damage in the playoffs if they make it than Arizona? I think they could. I think mm-hmm. they have, um, well, I've, said it multiple time, I've, I've said it multiple times on this podcast, the best play caller in the NFL right now. And that's Kyle Shanahan. I would and, agree. And, and it's, it, it, he tends to have that kind of, you know, this is my guy for this game. Right type of game plan guy and i don't understand why people can't stop it but they just can't like when yeah. when george kittle kittle has been anointed he's going to have 11 receptions 200 yes 200 yards yep. and yep. four touchdowns yeah when Debo sam was anointed he's going to have right. 80, 80 to 100 <laughs> rushing yards yeah 150 receiving yards like it's like when you have been like <laughs> blessed by kyle shanahan for that sunday it is career game time. Yeah, I would say I would say if I were the defensive coordinator of the other team, I just wait to see who they give it to, like the first out of the first ten plays, and then be like, okay, this is the guy we're shutting down. <laughs> but, Triple team. Yeah, I don't care. Anyone else could beat you. Don't rush the don't, quarterback. Yeah, don't rush the quarterback. <laughs> uh, I would say I would say that their window right now um, is again is on its way to closing. 
Um, although Cal Shanahan, now what I'm hoping is that the Bears can woo, like with their their wiles, Kyle Shanahan. If you could, if you could have saw my hand, you could have seen Dave right now. You would have been like very like whoa, what's going off, on? First of all, <laughs> second of all, weirded out. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Kyle Shanahan's too good a coach, but I do think that their window is on its way to closing. Yeah, especially if Trey Lance isn't good. Yeah, I'd have to say that too. I don't think Trey Lance is good, so I'm gonna go with uh, windows closing. They had our, you know, they have it. I like the wide receiving crew. I like, I like where their offense is at. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think it's gonna be. I think people are gonna just figure it out because they don't have enough talent at the quarterback position. Well, talking about a, a team that, uh, um, with the window closing, uh, here's one that was a surprise team that seems like the window is closing. Um, Seattle. Um, what's going on there? I mean, they have Russell Wilson, who's still in the prime of his career. Um, he's getting a little long in the tooth, but the, still prime of the prime of his career. They got DK Metcalf, which is fantastic. Tyler Lockett, man, he just always blows the top off of things. Um, the running back, Chris Carson, if he could stay healthy, good Lord. Um, what's the problem in Seattle? Um, the problem in Seattle has, has always been the same problem in Seattle. It's that Russell Wilson is not elite he is he's won a super bowl and his defense did a lot of that work for him um he has had elite games he's been around you know and had a like a lot of elite games but i've always he's i've always said it he's been the guy who just disappears and you won't see him for four or five games and then then i'll come back and he'll have like you know a four touchdown game and lead his team to like a you know a victory after being down by 21 or something like that mm-hmm. but he's just he is, in my mind, has never been that elite, elite quarterback that I think everyone has like crowned him as. Wow, I feel that way about Dak Prescott, but we'll get to him in a second. But yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's just wild. Like it just seems like he lost it overnight. I mean, overnight. Well, right now, I think maybe the problem is his finger. But Fair. but I, I like I said, you know, I. Anybody who has Russell Wilson as their quarterback is in a pretty decent position. But, again, if you don't have that supporting cast, which Seattle really doesn't, except for DK Metcalf. And Tyler Lockett. Eh. Dude, he catches everything, like, when it's blown and when it's in his direction, deep. He really does. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, their defense is not what they used to be. Their offensive line is not what it used to be. Yeah, Yeah, I would agree with you. Bobby Wagner's 55 at this point. (laughs) I don't know how he's still playing football. It's crazy. He's got like a cane. It's one of those walkers with the tennis balls on the front. (laughs) 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 Oh, if only you could see the actions that I do. Um, And I totally think Pete Carroll might be gone, too. Man, there's a lot of of coaching changes I'm saying here. But these are all coaches I really feel like are on a hot seat. I'm not necessarily saying they're all going to be fired. But Pete Carroll... I don't know. First of all, I don't like Pete Carroll, so I'm hoping he gets fired and he goes back to college um, and gets just wasted there. Um, but uh, I, w- I would say I would say Seattle is. I think their window's closed. Um, I would agree. Yeah, I would say their window is closed. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's look at the NFC South. All right. Um, we're going to talk about the the division leader um, with the oldest quarterback in the NFL, but he's also leading the NFL in yards and touchdowns, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, TB, on both sides. Um, Tom Brady, he's got he's, he's to get old eventually, right? 
You would think so. I I don't know. Like he he signed a two year contract with them. I don't, do you think he's going to keep playing? Yes. Really I think that. he's got an insatiable um, drive for football and winning. You know what I mean? I think he wants to put the record so far out there that nobody, even with these 17-game seasons, will ever touch those records. Um, and he's getting to that point. He's getting to that point where those records are so far out there. There's no possible way, especially if he plays another two seasons after this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think some of the records that he has are really, you know, they're going to be broken, like the most yards and stuff. He just passed Drew Brees, like, I think, like six games ago or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of those records will will be broken just because, you know, the NFL. Now we have we have a full generation of it being like a complete passing league, and it's going to stay that way. Right. So, and with an extra game, I think you know, I think Mahomes will end up being kind of the owner of that, but. I don't know if it's even reasonable to think that even a guy as talented as Mahomes could do what Tom Brady has done. Like it's now granted, you know, Mahomes has gone to two straight Super Bowls, you know, so he's on his way. Right. And I, I don't see why he won't go to another Super Bowl this year. They're playing great right now. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Steve Spagnuolo has really turned around that defense. Yeah. And, but I would say that, you know, Tom Brady, he is the goat. And I think, you and I are going to die with Tom Brady still being the goat. <laughs> We're going to be like, well, I mean, my cholesterol is not great. So, um, oh, crap. Surprise. Um, um, Tampa's defense, um, I think, looks really good. And I think they're starting to play well again, um, which is just like last year. Just like last year, their defense really started to get going towards the end of the year. Um, and I think they're peaking at the right time. It's really going to be interesting to see who comes out, the Rams or the Bucks, out of I'd the like NFC. Ap- I'd like to apologize if you guys are hearing screaming children in the background. Those are those are our children. Those are our children upstairs. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> that was a thirteen-year-old screaming. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, I think we have Devin White and Shaq Barrett on COVID right now. By the way, I don't think Tampa oh. is in a good position, but. Um, but yeah, no, I oh, think everybody. honestly, Tampa Bay for me, I don't even know if there's like a, I know there's a team with the better record, but I don't know if there's a more solid team that I feel as Tampa Bay is. They have, everything is sure up. Everything is just, just fine. Maybe they could use some help in their secondary. Sure. You know, they need, but they need Mike Evans to get healthy. Their pass rush, yeah. their, their, their Russian defense, some of the best in the league. Can they do this without Chris Godwin healthy? Without Godwin out there? Okay. So. I've, I've always thought that Godwin was overrated. Was overrated. Yeah, me too. And I've always thought that Evans has always been really good. But I think as long as Antonio Brown, who just sprained his ankle in practice today, um, as long as he's healthy, I don't. And Gronkowski's there. Yeah, I think they're fine. I think they're going to be just fine. I uh, Leonard Fournette, I think if he can come back healthy, that's really going to yeah. be a solidifier for me to think that they could take it all again yeah because he's you know he's just been so good yeah it's like a you know sustaining force for them yeah no no i see what you're saying um i I think uh i think their window is still still open and it's going to be open basically until tom brady leaves again or tom brady starts taking those steps um um down if you will uh but i would say 
their window is open. What do you say, Josh? Is Tampa Bay's window open, closed, halfway? Yeah, if he if it, it all depends on Tom Brady. So right now, obviously, it's wide open. But I think if Tom Brady leaves next year, there it's closed. Is any of this Bruce Arians? No. Wow. Are you not a Bruce Arians fan? No. Really? You know, Ben Roethlisberger had his best years as a quarterback. Carson Palmer had his best years as a quarterback under Bruce Arians. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions. But he also had 35 touchdowns. Okay, that doesn't mean anything. Right. If you have a coach that's pushing you to throw the ball so much that you throw 30 interceptions. No, but that's that's who Jameis Winston is. Like, he got the best out of Jameis Winston he could. Yeah. Look at him now. Look at him now. He's hurt. Stop picking on a hurt guy. <laughs> I don't always. Per- I don't. I. I can't stand Jameis Winston, <laughs> like for lots of personal reasons. So, all right, let's go ahead and let's go to Atlanta. All right, Atlanta seven and eight. Titans. Let's just make this quick. The window's shut. Matt Ryan's on his way out. They have a great tight end. That's all I have to say about that. They have a great tight end. Yeah. How do you feel about Cordell Patterson? I like Cordell Patterson. I love. Like this is the first time I've seen a coach use him the way he should have been used his whole career. Daryl Patterson. It's a tough name to say. 30, 31 years old. <laughs> I, I okay. know. Okay. Last time I checked, running backs don't get better with age. Okay. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. But still, I, I really I really like what the coach has done with him. I think he's had a great year. And I think this is going to be the year that really you know puts a cherry on top of his career that made him you know not just a gadget player, but a, a real sustainable mm. offensive weapon. Yeah, you know, I would agree. I would agree. You know, per- Percy Harvin really never got to that point no, in his I career. Yeah, I think Cordero yeah. Patterson was on his way to the same type of career until now. Now, I actually, I actually like him. Now, I think he's a good NFL player, and it's sustainable. I don't know how much he has left in the gas tank. Even these last couple of games have been a little bit. Yeah, but the teams are starting to shut him down. Yeah, like, that's you know my point. I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So Yeah, and Russell Gage is going off. How do you feel about Russell Gage? Gage has been really good. I'd have to say he's a really solid number two. Yeah, know? I would agree with that. I, I would not be mad if he got signed by the Bears. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had we had him as a number two. I wouldn't be I would I would be angry if he was our number one. Yeah, if he's <laughs> our number one, we have failed. We have failed Ryan Pace if he is our number one. So if you're listening, Ryan. Um now Calvin Ridley, as long as he comes back, I think they're they're the right receiving core is pretty solid. If um, they can revamp and get like a quarterback in there, you know. I think if they retool the offensive line and they can get a quarterback in there, I think their offensive window of, you know, of the ability to score is going to be wide open. I don't know. Their defense. Yeah, if they can really put together yeah, that's fair. a good run at it. That's fair. Um, All right, well, let's go to New Orleans, also 7-8. and eight. Um, They're really fighting for that last wild card uh, spot with Atlanta. Um, what's the state of the Saints? They're terrible. They're, they're in trouble. They're huge trouble. Huge trouble. This is what happens when you pay Taysom Hill twenty million dollars. <laughs> what were you? What were they thinking? Like that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Um, and then you have Jameis Winston. Oh, honestly, if Jameis Winston comes back strong, I have I've actually good hopes about them because they'll have Michael Thomas back next year. They have one of the they have one of the best offensive coaches, that offensive minded head coaches in the league. I think they can put together a pretty decent run at it as long as their defense stays where they're at because their defense 
my lord. They are so good. Um, their 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 ability to stop the run is like, I mean, it's breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Like they just they suffocate the running game, mm-hmm. and then they then they so true. then the, if your quarterback's not great, he sure. starts throwing picks to Marshawn Lattimore. Right. It, it's, it just works out great. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's interesting. Um, and actually, how many games have they lost or won more lately? Uh, they, they just lost one. Okay. Um, but uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they how they move forward because really the only bright spot I see on their team um, is Kamara. You've never heard of Michael Thomas. Dude, dude, he's coming back from a huge injury. You don't know how he's going to be. Like this is his second straight year of being out. Second straight year. So, like, let's let's see what he does when he comes back. Okay, right? That's a enough. long time. That's a long time to be away from the game. You know? Um, okay, so let's go to the last team that also is dealing with a star player out for a second straight year, basically. Um, the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey is really the, the bright spot on that team, um, and he's been gone for two years. So is he really a bright spot still? Yeah, I mean... He's a smaller guy, okay? And we know in the NFL, there's a reason how come running backs are usually about six feet tall and usually about 225. Uh, I, I don't think McCaffrey sniffs those two. I'm pretty sure he's he's in the 5'10 to 5'11 range and, like, barely over 200 pounds. Mm. And and I think that his body is just breaking, breaking down. down. He's look, look at how much usage he's had over, the past, over his career. Give it to me. I really... I don't know if there is another player um, who has seen, first of all, over 200 attempts at, ru- at rushing in 2018 and 2019, and then also over 100 receptions those years as well. That's 300, over 300 touches. That's not counting the plays that, like, he dropped the ball and got whacked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, yeah, he's at 5'11", 205 pounds. That's, that's not a, mm. a super small running back, but... He's just, he doesn't look like yeah. 30. You know so is he mean? done? I don't, I don't think so. He's only 26, 25. And I, think, I can't believe he can be done at this point. It's two years. His body's breaking down, that's for certain. Yeah. Um, we, don't, we never said, by the way, New Orleans. Window open, closed. Oh, closed. Yeah, I would say it's closed. Carolina. Super closed. Yeah, I would say they need to put in a window. Like that's yeah. this is the first team I'm going to say. I forgot that. about that one. Yeah, I would say Detroit yeah. is ahead of the place Carolina's in right now. That is mean. I'm sorry. I think you need to follow this Matt rule. That was. I don't think that rule is going to be there very long. <laughs> it's not like a seven year contract. It's though. it's another college coach, man. That's not making it in the NFL. And if the Bears go with a college coach, if it's not Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to pitch a fit. A fit, just like the one we just heard upstairs from the, from the girls. Um, all right. So that's Carolina. We're going to go to the final uh, division in the NFC, the NFC East, the four-letter network's favorite division. And we're going to start with a team I hate, but yet I still, because of hard knocks, I find myself rooting for them, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they are 11-4. and four. They are better than I ever thought they could be this year. Micah Parsons is unstoppable. He could win Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. For the first time since Lawrence Taylor. He is awesome. He's amazing. I love watching defense for the, with them because I just watch him run around. It's insane. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, him, Trayvon Diggs. Oh, Trayvon Diggs is fantastic. Demarcus Lawrence is fantastic. Like Van Der Esch, uh, the whole. I know they're getting pressure on the quarterback. Yep. They're, they're they're taking care of the back end with the secondary. Their defense is fantastic. And their offense is about as good as Dak Prescott can be every game. You know? And that's the problem. I, I don't know how good Dak Prescott can be. Um, I am not a huge Dak Prescott fan. I think we just talked about it. I think he's the the poor man's Russell Wilson, um, if you will. Um, and Zeke Elliott. He's on the back end. He is on the back end for being so young still, though. But, man, he's he's, gotten, a, he's a running back. He's gotten so much work. He's um, He is 26. So uh, it is kind of surprising. He'll be 27 going into next year. Um, yeah. That is a little early to see a running back really break down. Normally it's around that 30-year 30, 30 mark, right, right, I'd say. Right. Uh, but, you know, they, they really leaned on him for, uh, you know, his, his first couple of years in the league for, like, everything. Right, right. So, and, you know, even there, you know when they had Dak Prescott, you know, I think Dak Prescott's in his fourth year or third year. Dak Prescott's in his fifth year, maybe? Um... I think he was drafted in 17, maybe 16. We're checking out some stuff here. Um, but uh, Mike McCarthy, um, he's not quite the dumpster pile that I thought he was going to be in Dallas. Um, this year, he's really kind of figured out how to delegate. They got that young offensive coordinator they're talking about for the Bears, too. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan. He really hasn't done anything more than Matt Nagy ever did um, in Kansas City before we hired him. So I just changed my mind about Dak Prescott. Yeah, I think I think he's a bust. Okay, how many years? He's twenty eight. He's been in the league for six years. Wow, he's a bust. He's, he was there before Zeke was. No, he was there the same year as Zeke, right? Was Zeke that young when he went in the league? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think you're right. He he won the first, and they got him back in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, he's. I guess in the fourth, you really can't be a bust. Yeah, at this point, he can't be a bust, but he's just not. He's not the he's guy not who's going to take him to the Super Bowl, maybe. He's not what everybody's talking about. Right, know? yeah. And you know, I he's saw got it. good players around him too, so he should be even better than he is. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he does have a two and a half to one interception ratio. I mean, he's pretty solid. Uh, his completion percentage is sub sixty-seven. Mm, um, not great. Yeah, I mean, that's not awesome. Uh, yeah, he's just an average quarterback. He's literally, I'm looking at like Matt Ryan on paper right here. I think. Mm. And I've never liked Matt Ryan. Yeah, I know you're not. Okay. All right, so Dallas, uh, how do you feel about C.D. Lamb? Do you think he's a solid? Watching him play, man. Yeah. He's, he looks like a stick, and like he's going to break every time they hit him. I but know. he pops right back up I know. every I know. time. I know. He's really good. I really like him. Oh, all right. Great. Window, how do you feel? Oh, it's open. It's open. It's open? Yeah, I agree. It's open. Especially this year, it's open. Um, let's oh, see. Special. Let's see where they're at next year with Zeke Elliott being even further from his – Rookie season. All right, Philadelphia, eight and seven. Um, Jalen Hurts, not good, but yet he still wins them some games on his feet. Um, yeah, you know, I picked up that I picked up Devonte Smith. Um, really hoping, and man, he can't get him the ball. It's crazy. It oh, is yeah. absolutely insane. So, yeah. so do the Eagles need to move on from Jalen Hurts? I would say that's pretty obvious already. You know he's he's gonna have a full year under his belt plus a couple of games last year. 
give them like quarter of next season, but I mean, I would say get your uh, get your biscuit to back them up. Yeah, that's going to solve everything. Hey, we'll talk about Trubisky a li- in a little bit, but anyway, you, you really need to take down your Mitchell Trubisky for <laughs> like posters <laughs> out of your room, dude. Like, it's getting weird now. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that guy so much. I felt so good when he got drafted. I don't even know. Anyway, um, so the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I hate the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> so like. I, I really so hate the NFC East. Like I'm in just, general, in yeah. general, I hate any game that they're playing, and they're always on. Like they're always on. So I, there's a lot of football I don't watch because <laughs> the NFC East on. Um, I would say uh, the Eagles. The window is halfway. I'd say because of the other quarterback, and I'm not really impressed by a lot of the rest of their team. I'd say it's close. You say it's close. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, and I don't like their coach. I think Sirianni's an idiot. I'm um, sorry. Wow, that was really strong feelings about Sirianni. Um, Washington Redskins. Uh, or I apologize. Uh, the Washington football team. Um, and that was, I did not mean to do that on purpose, but it is what it is. Um, Washington football team. I love their coach. He's an 85 bear, Ron Rivera. Um, and I like, you know, Taylor Heineke, but he's not going to take you to the promised land. Um, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson's not that great. Um, scary Terry is really good, but he has no one throwing him. You know, yeah, they're really weak. Other than that, wide receiving core. Yeah. Um, their offensive line's not great. The offensive line is not great though, because Taylor Heineke can't get rid of the ball fast enough. And that's fair. And that's fair. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say that they're terrible because we really would need to see yeah. him get rid of the ball in under three seconds. Well, and I'd like to say this no. too. Like, it's not like we're waiting for Taylor Heineke to figure it out because he's been in the league now for four years. You know what I mean? So like he's not like a rookie quarterback here. He he's a kind of a journeyman quarterback, if anything. Um, so I would say um, I think their defense is a little overrated. Um, I know you love that kid from Ohio State. They got Jamar Chase or not Jamar Chase? No, 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 no. Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young. And I don't. I don't think he's that good. I think he's overrated. Um, I would say their you window's look, closed. You love Mitchell Trubisky, so I'm comfortable with you saying that, and he's still being right. So I don't think you're right though. Um, I know, but I'm joking about Trubisky. You are serious about Jamar Ch- or- <laughs> Oh my gosh. Someone's in love with Jamar Chase. Yeah, and Ron Rivera, I really would love to see him win a Super Bowl before he packs it in, but unfortunately. Well, so someone posed a question on, ra- on the radio this week on uh, the score. Um, what about Ron Rivera coming to Chicago? I would love it. Oh would my gosh. I would love every second of that. Oh my lord! I don't Where's care. Jim Harbaugh, Ron Rivera. I think dude, it would be unbelievable. If, what if they came together? What if they were like, you know what, dude? You go, you come here, you handle the offense. I'll enter the defense. Oh, and then, oh man. Yeah. I don't know if they could survive together because they're both really strong personalities. Oh yeah, no, that would it would actually like only in theory would that be great. That would be horrible. Our team would Our team implode. Would be it would be just horrible. <laughs> it would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> It would be so bad. Oh my gosh, it would be what terrible. Is a fan? That would be like just oh, oh good lord. Um, all right. So Washington window shut. Yes. Okay. Um, the Giants. Uh, I think they need to put in a window. Um, there's really not much to say about the Giants either. Um, Daniel Jones. I really like him as a person. I like his moxie, but he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's going to be a great one on a on the bench though. He's going to be a great backup quarterback in the NFL. I like Daniel I, Jones. 
I agree. I think we're going to see him backing up people all the way, you know, for the next 15 years. I totally agree. And I really like, I like his makeup. I really do. Um, he's fast, man. He's deceptively fast. Um, but the rest of the team. Yeah, Kateris, Tony can't stay on the field. Saquon Barkley can't stay on the field. His career has basically been ruined by, by injuries. I, when yeah. he came in the league, I honestly, like, he. He was amazing. He looked like Barry Sanders to me a little bit. I drafted him, like, in fantasy early. And I don't take running backs early. Like, like, oh, yeah. I feel terrible for Saquon, actually. Because I think he's a good person. I think he's a good guy. Um, and he's a good football player. And his career is over. It's just, it's, it, it, his career ended as quick as it started. Yep. You know, so I would say the window needs to even be put in. They need to revamp everything, throw everything out, start over. Yeah, I mean, I would say the brightest spot they have on their team is uh, their kicker, Cram Gunnell. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not good when the highlight of us talking about your team is the kicker. <laughs> like, seriously. And honestly, he's even on the backside of his career. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> I know, I know. He's already had a complete career in Carolina, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. All right. Well, that, that uh, so you would say that the window needs to be put, put in? Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, wonderful. All right, so that is the NFC. Uh, we're going to move to the AFC, and we're going to start with the West and work our way east, all right? And we're going to start with Kansas City. Um, before I say anything else, um, the window is wide open, and the window will be wide open for 10 years. <laughs> 10 long, I hate years. seeing the Chiefs, years. It's 15 years. Wow. 15? Probably. I don't and know. I don't know if Kelsey will be. Unfortunately, old. I'm not sure if Andy Reid will be the coach the whole time. Right. I think he's just, he's been doing it so long. Do you realize like how long Andy Reid has been so successful? Like between the Eagles and, and the chiefs, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And now he's really reaping the benefits of just sticking it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's one of the best. He will go down in history as one of the best offensive coaches. He might be one of the best coaches of all time, period. Yeah, like, and Belichick's right. the greatest. We all we can't argue that. Belichick is the greatest coach ever. Um, but Andy Reid's going to be in the top five. I would have to agree with that. As much um, as I don't like him, but that's, I mean the highlights on the team. I love I love Mahomes. Mm. I love Hill. Kelsey's on the backside, but he'll still be good for a handful of years. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I have always liked Nicole Hardman for no reason because he's not that great. Um, Their defense um, is the surprise good defense right now in the NFL. They were playing so bad yes. in the beginning of the year. I know. So much so that I thought like Spagnola might have been on his way out. But I know. No, dude, he's got it turned around. Chris Jones was playing great. I, yeah. I like mean, their I, whole defense is just, well, it's when they got Melvin, it's when they got Melvin Ingram. I, I would have to say that I'm, I'm locking them for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I would say too. I can't see anyone in the AFC. Mm, even the Colts. I couldn't even see the Colts. No, they're I, for me. They're they're the lock. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. Um. Uh, so we got the Chiefs. Chiefs wide open. Uh, the Chargers. They, them, and the Bengals are the teams I do not understand. I don't understand how the Chargers can have so much talent. The Los Angeles Chargers. They give so much talent on the offense, so much talent on the defense, and not be able to put it together week after week after week. It's just back and forth all the time. Oh, we win this week. Oh, we lose this week. Oh, we win this week. Oh, we lose this week. They can't put it together, um, and it frustrates me. Yeah, they, I, I'm not a believer in Justin Herbert like you are. 
Hello. I think he's going to fizzle. I think he's um, he's going to be good, though. I think he's the guy that you would want to have as your quarterback, you know, over a lot of guys. Uh, that's not what I'm saying, but I think that their their team is is pretty well tooled, and they're not doing a lot with it. Right I just now. don't understand. Is it their head coach? Is that the issue? Their new head coach that they just got? It could be. I I think that maybe they're just having a little up and down right now. I think they could play. I think their window like just a, is wide open. I think they have all the tools they need on offense mm. to really put together a solid or a really explosive team. Yeah, Austin Eckler, uh, Keenan Allen, uh, and, Mike Williams. And when you have uh, Joey Bosa on the defense, you just you know you have that kind of capstone player that you can you know just keep retooling around him for the next. I mean, you know, they'll probably be good for another you know six to ten years. Um, maybe not that long, but um, I think they're. I think they're they're open for a while. I think they're one of the teams that I feel like is going to be open for a while. Yeah, but they'll have to figure it out because now again, this is his first year, Brandon Staley. You know what I mean? He was a defensive coordinator with the Rams. Um, he really only had one great year with the Rams defense, but he, he got a head coaching job in uh, L.A. Uh, let's see what he does next year. Let's see second year. You know the team feeling him out. Um, another year for Justin Herbert because Herbert is talented. Let's not deny that right now. He is talented. Um, just maybe the play calling. I'm not sure. Maybe they need a new O guy. I don't know. But I would say that their window is halfway open. Now, you know what? I agree with you. Their window is open. They just need to put it together. They just need to get out the window. They need to jump out the window. They just can't. Um, okay. So that that's interesting, Josh. That's our first team that actually is like in the 50-50 range that we're giving a window open on. So that's very interesting. All right, Las Vegas Raiders. They've had nothing but turmoil this year, um, losing their coach, losing their star wide receiver, or soon-to-be star wide receiver. Um, what is the state of the Raiders? The Raiders. I think, I think they lost, you know, a really decent tool on their offense this year to just a tragedy. Um, I think that they have actually had done a pretty good job drafting that. Mike Mayock, I think, is... Mm-hmm. Done a lot better than I felt like he would do, you know. Um, but I don't think they're having enough success. And I, I think apart from a couple of really key guys that they got, uh, like Darren Waller, I, I don't see them having a real shot at doing anything with this particular group of people. I think that maybe they had some. Then they, they do have some draft picks that they've gathered, you know. So they they do have the ability to to turn it around. But I think right now. Even though Mike Mayock has done better than I thought he could, I still think it's pretty much a failure out there at this point. What is this, three years in? Is this... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, third, third year. Um, you know, obviously losing your head coach. It's tough. It's tough. But I don't think he's doing that good of a job. I anymore. agree. I agree. So, yeah. I've never really been big on Chucky. So. What, how, do, how do you feel about uh, Derek Carr? I really think he's again, he's Kirk Cousins in my opinion. I think he's Ooh, just, interesting. I think when he's on fire, he's unstoppable, and there's nothing you can do about it. But most of the time he's not on fire. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's I mean, dude, okay. he's going to throw for. I think he's going to throw for like. Well, I think he's definitely going to throw over forty-five hundred yards this year. Yeah. I think he might already be there. But um, yeah, that's just. But that's what their team is. They're they pass the ball a lot, you know. And yeah. When, I would say closed. Yeah, I would say closed as well. Window is closed. Here's an interesting team: uh, the Denver Broncos. Um, they are seven and eight. Um, it, at the back of this division, which is a really competitive division, but they're seven and eight. Uh, they have Bridgewater. 
Uh, they got a, a running back that's really doing well. Javante uh, is really Javante Williams, I think. Um, he's doing much better than I thought he was going to. Um, they got a lot of talent on that offense. Um, but is their window closing or is it closed? I don't think it ever really opened. When you have, a, when you have Drew Locke, Joe Flacco, Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> I think Vic Fangio just has never had an open window. So if they get Aaron Rodgers, I think if they get Aaron Rodgers, they're going to win the Super Bowl next year or at least compete against teams. Okay. To be the, so to this isn't really Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio is doing a decent job, then you're saying? I think so. I think so. But unfortunately, you know, like everyone says, head coach loses, you know, so I don't even know if he's going to survive this year. Yeah, that's true. Which, that's true. You know, if he wants to come back to Chicago, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I can't see him going back to defensive coordinator. No. Would you want him as your head coach? More than Matt I Nagy? I wouldn't mind it, yeah. I think I would. Oh, interesting. See what happened there. Um, all right. So window is closed on both from both of us on that one? Yep. I actually say it's halfway open because all they need is a quarterback. Okay. All right. Um, going to the AFC South, um, which is kind of a weird division. It's top heavy and bottom heavy. Like, I don't know if you could say that about many divisions. You got two teams that are going to the playoffs and two teams that are dumpster fires. Um, so, <laughs> so you got, you got Tennessee that's 10 and five, which actually they were in a much better place earlier in the season, but injuries, you know, from Derek Henry and, um, and Julio Jones and AJ Brown and everybody on that team, um, has kind of derailed them a little bit, but they're still 10 and five. Um, are they going to win this division or is Indianapolis going to take it? There's two weeks left. I personally think they're the better team. Indy? Better coach team. Indy? Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Tennessee. I thought we were on Tennessee. Oh, you think Tennessee's better, a better better coach team? I think they're a better coach team. And that's okay. Lux, I actually like Frank Reich. I do too, yeah. Um, but I think they're the better coach team. I think they're better stem to stern. I think, I think they, you know, when Derrick Henry comes back for the playoffs, I think they're going to go, the, they may be the, assuming they don't get, they don't see the Kansas City Chiefs beforehand. I think they may get to the conference finals. And I think that's, I think for right now, that's the best they can do because, um, you know, they just, they're kind of in shambles a little bit this year for some reason. Mm, but, yeah. Um, but I think their, their window is definitely open. And I think it's because, you know, Tannehill has turned around his career quite a bit uh, that they do have a shot. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you. Um, I would say that, uh, Tennessee's window is open, um, but I don't know how long it's going to be open. Um, I don't know how much more Derrick Henry has in him. I don't know how much more Julio Jones has in him. I don't know how much more Tannehill has in him. Um, I do like their coaching. Um, I think uh, Vrabel's done a very good job with what he has there. Um, their defense isn't terrible, but they're not good either. So I would say that their window is yeah, I would say their window's open, but I just don't know how long. I would say maybe maybe this year, maybe next year. But it's a big maybe, though. Also, I'd like to apologize for a barking dog in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, I would agree. Um, moving to Indianapolis, I, yeah. I really like Frank Wright. I, I love Frank Wright. I love I love him. Darius Leonard. I do, too. I love that guy. Jonathan Taylor's about to win me a champion, or win me a third-place game. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I uh, Michael Pittman's good. 
Um, they have a really, they have a really good wide receiver crew. When Ty Hilton's healthy, man, that wide receiver core is unstoppable. Their offensive line is solid, man. Um, their defense is solid. Um, I would say their window is open. I don't think they're in a better place to get to the Super Bowl than Tennessee right now. But I'll say this: I think their window is going to be open longer. I would agree. Because maybe with Wentz, maybe not with Wentz. I don't think it matters. I think their running game is good. Their wide receiver game is go- good. More importantly, their offensive line is good. And that's where you win championships when your offensive line is good. So I would agree. I would say their window is wide open and it's open for much more like five years, probably. Agreed. Great. Let's move on to Houston. Um, oh boy. Um, the window needs to be put in. Like, there's really not a lot to talk about here. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a running back. They don't have a wide receiver. They have the best mercenary wide receiver in the league, and that's it. You know. Who? Who are you talking about? Randy Cooks. He's been on, like, every Oh, I know, right? yeah. <laughs> good Lord. Um, their defense is not great, but it's playing well. Actually, Lovey Smith has done a pretty good job uh, as their D coordinator this year uh, for what he has to work with there. But they're, they're, they're terrible. Um, I, so, I think Jaime Fairbane is pretty good. We're talking about the kicker again. Um, um, and then moving on to Jacksonville, um, which I didn't think there could be a bigger dumpster fire than Houston, but Jacksonville is at the beginning of this year. I wouldn't have said that. I would not have said that, but because of urban Meyer and how much of a Jack wagon fool he is, uh, Jacksonville is a bigger dumpster fire. And not only do they need to put a window in, <laughs> they need to frame it out. All right. They need to like start from the the top down like they need to go from all the way they need to bring in like a football operations guy like they, they're just terrible and, I, and i'm not a fan of the first overall pick trevor lawrence yeah i would say that their window in my opinion is half open because half open because trevor lawrence he's not oh, his first oh year, yeah i don't yeah. you don't know he definitely seems to look the part sometimes his his numbers don't say so <laughs> I, um, I like James Robinson, but man, he, he has been underutilized this year. And now uh, he's injured. Yeah, poor Achilles. Um, yeah, I think they have no one else on their team, really. I think because Trevor Lawrence has a lot of potential, um, they're okay. Okay. But he could turn out to be a total bust, and then they have nothing. Well, they don't even have a coach right now. So, like, I don't know how you could say the window is halfway open. When they don't literally have a coach, you should say the at least the window's closed. No, because they have a young quarterback. Oh, okay. I really All don't right. think you can you can say the window is closed unless you're like you don't even have that. You know, they have a young potential quarterback. Okay. All right. We we disagree, but that's okay. That's okay. Um. All right. So that is AFC South. Um. Let's go to the AFC North. Um. I'm sorry. When I said the AFC West was the most competitive division, I was wrong. The AFC North is. Each each team is is only a game apart from each other. Um, Cincinnati is nine and six. Baltimore is eight and seven. Pittsburgh seven and seven. Cleveland seven and eight. Cleveland can still get to the playoffs, and they're in last place right now in that division. It's wild. Right? That is crazy. That's crazy. But let's start with Cincinnati. Uh, nine and six. Um, how about them? How about them Bengals? I mean, uh, this is an easy window wide open. Yeah, I would say the window's wide open. In fact, I, think, 
Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Windows open. I'm a, I'm a full on Joe Burrow truther. I think he's going to be. I think when we talk about this generation of quarterbacks, we are going to talk about Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow and Mac Jones and Mac uh, Jones and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I don't think a lot of these other quarterbacks that are looking very good are going to are going to have the same power. I think Joe Burrow actually will have the same power, and I I, I think the like the sea, like the the sky is the the limit for him. Herbert, Fields, Lawrence, none of them. Not even Josh Allen. Marcus I, I Mariota. Think... <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Um, yeah, I would I would agree. Cincinnati's really good, um, but they're confusing. Um, they're up and they're down. Um, they have weeks that they just look as outstanding, and then weeks they don't. They're very much like the Chargers to me, um, but they have a much better. I don't want to say much better, but just as good wide receiver core. I'm not Joe Mixon fan. But uh, I do agree the team is trending in the right direction. Um, I don't think the window's open yet. Because to say it's open, we'd say that they're Super Bowl contenders this year. And I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders this year. Yeah, I mean, I think they, they need to retool the defense a little bit. Uh, the offense is pretty much set. Uh, oh, I think so, too. I, I think that their window is halfway open, not halfway closed. I think it's halfway open. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in agreement. Okay. All right, great. Baltimore, eight and seven. Lamar Jackson. So, Lamar Jackson, and I, I've said this a lot this year. I love him, but can we see a quarterback that doesn't have an NFL arm really take a team to the to the to the promised land multiple times or even once? I've never seen it. Um, I just. He doesn't have an NFL arm, and and I think that it's a lot better than it was. And I think maybe it could get better because he does have, he does he seems to have endless amount of athletic talent. Right. So right. I think he could he could maybe get there, but it's not there yet. Um, this year we've seen him have a couple games where he did, you know, really blow up in the passing game. But I think people figured out how to stop him, mm. and that's literally contain and blitz, and just you know press coverage, and that's it. And then you're down. You know, you're done. So, is I good? Well, I mean, I, I would have to say that their window is open because he does have endless athletic talent. Super Bowl, but Super Bowl again, again, Lamar Jackson. We saw him pull them out, pull wins out of the jaws of defeat. Fair, multiple fair. times this year. Fair, and because of that. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's the exception to the rule. Mm. Maybe he doesn't need that arm. Interesting. You know? Interesting. So he'll be the first. The anomaly, if you will. Um, how about John Harbaugh? Is he maybe the best coach in the NFL besides Belichick right now? Besides Andy, like I, I would even put him ahead of Andy Reid right now. Like that's amazing what he is doing with a team he's keeping together with band aids, um, and COVID tests and broken ACLs. <laughs> like we were talking about a coach that's had a lot of success with having Joe Flacco as his quarterback for Reach. most of his coaching career. We're having church right now. You know, and that's doing it with defense, and that's, in my opinion, like, they they kind of are the kind of, I mean, Chicago Bears minus the, the Super Bowl win with Lovey Smith. You know, like Lovey Smith is a very successful coach, um, with just crap quarterbacks mm. together with defense. Went to a Super Bowl, went to an NFC Championship game. Um, obviously, John Harrow was a little more successful than he is with winning a Super Bowl. Obviously, 
and staying pretty much at near the top of that division his entire career. Yep. Um, but in my opinion, you know, they because you can do that, yeah, I think that puts you up there. You, you got to be one of the best. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Baltimore window open. Window open. Window open. I agree with that. Uh, Pittsburgh. Seven and seven, I think their window is halfway closed, if not closed at this point. But Mike Tomlin's a really great head coach. It's amazing he's gotten seven wins out of a really not good Ben Roethlisberger and a not good offensive line at all. So when was the last time they won a Super Bowl? The Steelers? Uh, It was when they beat the Packers, I think. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Sorry, the Packers beat them in the Super Bowl. It was when they beat the Cardinals. All, all the way with back Kurt then. Warner, yeah. So this is something that, and I almost feel like this is terrible to say, but he won Super Bowls with maybe somebody else's team. In what way? Well, I mean, Coach Cower left after winning a Super Bowl. Right. Mike Tomlin take, comes in. They got Big Ben, and they put it together for five, six years, and they've been good. You know, they've been one of the four teams that have perennially been in the AFC Conference Championship game. But, I mean, where are they at now? Well, they just need a new quarterback. That's really all they need. I mean, their defense is pretty solid when T.J. Watt's in there. Um, their offensive line isn't very good. They need to retool it. But they got a good running back. Their wide receivers are pretty solid. Um I think they need if they get a quarterback and retool that offensive line, they could be back in back in the playoffs again next year. In fact, they're fighting for a playoff spot right now. I don't think they're going to get it, but they're fighting for a playoff spot right now. Okay, so yeah, they won the Super Bowl in 2006 with Coach Tower, I believe. Yes, you're right. Then they won again in 2009 with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Three years later, teams overhaul in three years. That's a good point. That's a really good point. That's, and, but it's but it's been 12 years. Isn't that with Antonio Brown? Was Antonio Brown in, with, in, in 09? Was he with them? No. no? Okay, okay. I, I apologize. I mean, he would be super old. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And it's possible, but I, I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so where's their window, Josh? I would say it's closed. I say it's halfway. I think it's, it's halfway closed. Not open. Halfway closed. Okay. This is an interesting one. The Cleveland Browns. Seven and eight. They have a quarterback um, on his fourth year. Am I right? Fourth year? Mm-hmm. Fifth year? Fifth year. Fifth year. Um, hasn't really done a lot. Where are they at? I, I don't think they have a future with Baker Mayfield personally. The running game is the best. In, in the, the NFL, league. I would agree. Yes. Um, Nick Chubb. Their offensive line is just great. It's unbelievable. Defensive, they have a lot of great Defensive line is fantastic. Their secondary is fantastic. So they're they're a quarterback away? Is that what you're saying? I don't have to believe that would be the case. They need a wide receiver, too. Like Donovan Peoples-Jones and Jarvis Landry aren't going to get it done. I agree. But I would say, so they're a quarterback and a wide receiver away. Um, I would say that their window is halfway open. And I like Kevin Stefanski, too, by the way. I think he's done a really good job with that team, actually. Like, he's re- like think about where they've come from since Stefanski got there. You know what I mean? They had, what, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackson? Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackson there didn't win a game for, like, two seasons. Like, 
It was unbelievable. Kevin Stefanski has changed the landscape of Cleveland. Um, but they're not quite there yet. They need a quarterback and a wide receiver. Agreed. All right, so their window for you is closed? Yep. All right, mine's halfway open. I think it's opening. I think it's getting there. They just need a quarterback. I know that's a weird thing to say, but... All right, let's go to our last division, Josh. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right, so let's go ahead, and we're starting with Buffalo. They are 9-6, and six, um, tied for the division lead with New England. Is their window wide open? I think so. They have uh, one of the one of the better franchise quarterbacks in the league. Um, I don't think he's the guy that's you know going to put him on their shoulders and win a Super Bowl, but I think they have a good team around him. They totally can. Um, I really like their uh, their cornerback, Tre'Davious uh, White. I think he's like yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. one of the top. Yeah, he's at least down. top five. He's I mean, down. at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, their defense is solid. Their defense mm-hmm. is solid. Their running game is weak. And until they get a running game, they are not going to go to a Super Bowl or win one. That's the problem is that I really think I don't like McDermott. I think he Really? I don't like him. I think he's he just I think he's just not a great coach. I think he's a lot of talent. And I think he's maybe squandering it right now. Wow. All right. All right, that's a, that's a strong take right there. Devin Singletary is a really good running back. You can see it when he plays, and he just won't commit to something in the running game because yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't win a Super Bowl with zero run game. You totally can. You know. Oh, I disagree. I think you need some semblance. Yeah, yeah you need I mean, some semblance of a running game. Some semblance, but like I think that like a strong running game is always one of the best tools of a Super Bowl winning team. Right. You know, and and I think they have the running back to do it, and I just don't think they commit to it. I think that they're they're just too happy, you know, with Josh, Josh Allen. Allen doing everything. Yeah, he's they're putting a lot on his plate. Remember who were we talking about earlier during this podcast that they give him everything? What was the quarterback? Kyler Murray. Murray. Um, they might be burning Josh Allen out, like fast, real fast. Um, and they need to be careful. But I would say, yeah, their their window is open. Their window is open if they can figure out a running game. I would agree. Uh, but let's go to New England, um, who is, I think, maybe my second favorite NFL team because um, I love Belichick. It's so crazy, like, how much I hated Belichick and hated Tom Brady. But they've gotten to the point now where I've hated them and then loathed them and then loved them. <laughs> like, they've gone through all the these levels here. Um, but New England, they're 9-6. and six. Where is their window? Well, I think, um, I think they've shown that they can, they can make a quarterback. They don't need, they don't need to have the top, the top pick. I think they've shown that they can do it with a guy who's just willing to buy in, and buy in hard. And I think Mac Jones is that guy. You know, I think he's, I think he's going to be one of the generational quarterbacks that we're talking about here. You know, that it's probably going to win two Super Bowls in New England simply because he's got the best coach that's ever done it. Yeah, and Josh um, McDaniels is nothing to sneeze at. Like he's doing, I mean, an yeah, he, unbelievable job. I think a lot of times people just kind of think about Josh McDaniels in you know Denver's. Line, yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. He just absolutely like he's tanked. right. Yeah, such a tool just, bag, right? Exactly. But I think he. I think he learned know, from that. I think he learned from that, and I think he's gonna probably cash in this year with that coaching position. And I'm, I think he's. I don't think he's. You think he's gonna stay in New England? I think he's. I think he maybe learned in Denver that he's a great offensive coordinator. 
Oh, and that he's not head coach material? I think that maybe that's what he learned. Wow. There are, there are some guys that are great coordinators and did not make great head coaches. Uh, that's very true. That's very true. But I feel like he's learned how to be a good leader. He left and he came back. Mm-hmm. How many people leave and then come back to the old position? Not many. He might be the only one I've ever remembered. Yeah, I Going mean, to the same team, I mean, even. Yeah, but I mean, how do you pass up going and being the OC again for the best team in the league? No, that's fair. That's very fair. But I, he's proven that he's more than just Tom Brady. I think possibly, yeah. Yeah. He's going to have to do more. It's only been, you know, 15 games at this point. So. Oh, you without Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah. So, how's Sorry, with, with Nick Jones. Sure. Right. How's their window? How's their window? I like I their defense, too, by the way. It's open. It's full on open. I think I think that they could be a shocker this year in the AFC Championship game. Ooh, I would love that because I can't Although, stand I the Chiefs. I don't think it's possible. I think they're going to go in as the last seed, right? No, so they'd have to beat. They, have, they would play KC before. No, they wouldn't because KC would get the bye week. Yeah, but they'll have to play them in the second round. Oh, that's true. Seeds. Oh, that's right. They would if they won. They would, they have, would to. have to beat KC beforehand. So maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. So they'd have to beat. They have to beat Tennessee first. Or Indy, and then they'd have to go and play Kansas City. Ooh, that that is a gauntlet. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'll say New England's window is open, um, but it's just opening right now. Like, it's just opening. Get excited. Because the Patriots are going to be there in a few years. Maybe even next year. If you guys aren't super familiar with how the playoffs work, this year they they have one one bye week. The best team gets a bye week. And the the two through seven teams – Play each other in the wild card weekend. The winner of those move on. The number one seed plays the lowest seed still left. So if you know the second seed gets bounced out, and the third seed gets bounced out, and the fourth seed gets bounced out, then you have the number one seed playing the fourth, fifth, or sixth seed because they're they're matched up right. based on opposites. So right. two plays two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. Yeah, so no, just, it's a good. If you weren't aware. That's a good explanation. Yeah, I would say New England. Um, and I'd say watch out in the next couple of years. It's going to be interesting. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see where they're at. Um, Miami, eight and seven. Man, earlier this year, I would have said their window is closed. But I'm saying right now that their window is open. It's halfway open right now. It's on its way to being wide open. Um, I love their head coach, who actually was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots. I love their head coach. Tua, he's starting to impress me a little bit. Um, you obviously didn't watch that Saints game. <laughs> but Jalen Waddell, I, I like them. I really like the Dolphins, and their defense is solid. I love Jalen Waddell. I love Jalen Waddell. Yeah, he is, he is the best wide receiver to come out of this draft yeah, this Devontae year. Smith yeah, literally was... The Heisman Trophy winner because Jalen Waddle decided not to play. Right, play. exactly. Yeah. Like, holy cow! I did. I had no idea. I had no idea. I know, right? Um, Good job on Miami. I love Jalen Waddle. I don't love where they're at as far as tools wise mm. on the on the offense. I think I think two was a boss. Personally. I'm giving him more time. I I because I, I saw some good stuff out of him. More stuff than I've seen out of Jalen Hurts. I'll say that. I'll give you that. Um, and you watch them play the other day. Their 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 wide receiving crew 
I think is Devontae Parker. You know, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddell, Mike Kosicki is yeah. a tight end. Mm-hmm. I think they have what they need. Yeah. Potentially in the passing game. I just don't think two is very good. To be honest, I don't even know if they'd be better if they'd be worse with Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> you know, mm, really? You no. Know, and I'm not I think you know I'm not a fan of him. So Well, I mean, you don't it's not that you hate him. It's no, no. it's it's that he's just he's a backup quarterback. Yeah. yeah. I mean as a person, I'm sure he's great. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Like not like I hate Jameis Winston. Like I hate Jameis Winston because he's a terrible person. Um but uh Okay. So you're saying their window is closed? Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they make the playoffs. Their defense is playing a lot better, though. Are they making the playoffs? Uh, they've won seven in a row, right? What'd you say? They've won seven in a row, so... Yeah, I think they're on the cusp, at minimum. Oh, yeah. Right now, they have the final uh, seed. Can you believe that? First team to ever lose seven in a row, then win seven in a row. What? Miami lost seven in a row? And that was one seven in a row? Yeah, they're eight and seven. Hold on. I know they're eight and seven. Yeah, they were one and seven. Oh my gosh. I don't well, I don't know how you can I'm they're on fire, I'll tell you that. Right? I know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Maybe Brian Lawrence is a magician. <laughs> Maybe he's a Wow. Magician. Wow. So it's between them, Baltimore, the Chargers, and Vegas. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Cleveland need some help to get there. Um, and the Jets, Houston, and Jacksonville have no choice. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, which leads us to the Jets, our final team to talk about. Worst franchise in NFL? Other than the Lions, maybe? Oh, no. See, I would I would say Houston's worse than the Lions. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did that. say that. Yeah. I put it like friendly. Like, I feel like they're the team. Like, I like their head coach. Me, Robert Stella is a good coach. You ask me, like, like who's going to be the worst team in the NFL for the next 20 years? Yeah. It's always the Jets. Yeah, it's always the Jets. The Lions, we just, we don't really consider a football team all that often, so. <laughs> I think they're closer to being a football team than the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on out there. Yeah, I don't either. Um, the Jets are a dumpster fire big time. Zach, Zach, uh, garbage. What, Zach Wilson, garbage. right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's terrible. How, how, how did he, he get drafted? How did he get second overall? How is that possible? I don't understand what he did. He it was it was like mirrors. It was like magic, magic and mirrors. Like it was it was just wild. It's, uh, I don't even know what happened. Like they're sitting there. Like the Jets are like they're sitting there. Like hey, let's draft another quarterback and ruin another quarterback, second overall. Oh, it, uh, I don't know. Oh, like oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, so I would say that their window needs to be put back in. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They, they do yeah. not have a window. Um, Dark room out there in New York. Yeah. No, it's... Those teams, those are, teams are terrible. I know. The one team that actually plays in New York is actually uh, the... Uh, the um, they're just jealous of constantly. Buffalo. Like, yeah. unbelievable. Buffalo's decided has figured out, figured it out, and the those the Jersey junk, as I like to call it, um, has not. <laughs> so I like that. Jersey junk, I like that it. Jersey junk. <laughs> um, well, um, we have gone through every NFL team um, in the NF in the every NFL team uh, in the NFL uh, anyway, um, and kind of broke them all down, talked about them, where their windows are. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm yeah. glad we were able to do this. I think uh, if we our time allows, I'd like to kind of go through and uh, 
got to quickly just glance at what are the like kind of fantasy players that you're looking to target next year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd guys, be fun. Guys that maybe weren't in the first round this year, maybe are now. Um, and uh, guys who are done, you know, just you're, you don't want to even consider uh, drafting them. So I'll start. Um, if I have the first overall pick, I will not be taking Christian McCaffrey next year. No, no, no. I w- it would be Jonathan Taylor. Where do you think Christian McCaffrey goes next year? <sighs> Second round. Second round? Or That's late first. Someone's still going to take him early because his upside is so high. But it might not be anymore. We'll find out. I, w- I would say another one. I would say Jalen Waddell is going to be a real high pick. I think you're right. In I fact, if you don't get him early next year, you ain't getting him the year after. That's true. I'll tell you that right now. I would say that he's he's going to be the best second-round pick next year because I think he'll be a second-round pick. Yeah, Jamar Chase will be another one that's real high. I think I think Jamar Chase will actually be, be the number one wide receiver. Be, in, a, be in, a, in, a, in the first round Yeah, because he has Joe Burrow. Yeah. I yep. think Jalen Waddle because he is two up. Maybe people are going to be so high on that. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Uh, you mentioned the other player I wanted to talk about too, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, he's the number one pick in our share period. Oh yeah, I don't know anyone who can you can really put ahead of him at this point. Um, it's a run offense, um, and he he catches the ball too really well. So I would definitely say him. Um, quarterbacks wise, um, no, I think uh, quarterback wise, none of these rookies have become. No, and I would say wait to take your quarterback till late. Don't go early, unless you're going to take. I mean, you can take a flyer on Tom Brady again, I guess. I mean, he's leading the NFL in yards and touchdowns right now. I think the biggest change I see a quarterback this year is Lamar Jackson. I think he's, he's definitely going to be a late, a late round guy. Yeah. He's going to drop a little bit. I agree. Yeah. I mean, he was taken in the middle of a lot of drafts because, you know, you have that super big rushing ceiling and, uh, I think he's, I think he, he didn't really show up for you even in the fifth round when he probably won. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, um, um, the tight end for the, the Ravens, I think jumps over Darren Waller at this point. I'd agree. Mark Andrews, right. Uh, for the Ravens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mark Andrews. I would still put Kelsey ahead of him. I put him ahead of Kittle too. Mark Andrews. He definitely is more healthy. Yeah. I mean, Kittle is the better player. But Kittle's always injured. He is always injured. Uh, I think Kyle Pitts. It's maybe the fourth round next year. Cole Komet. Watch out for Cole Komet next year. Third year for tight ends is a big year. Um, and he, this year, took a huge step. Like, and he's showing, like, I, I think he's really starting to show something there. So watch out for Cole, for Cole Komet. Yeah, I think Kyle Pitts, to go back to him a little bit, I think he's going to be the best value next year because, like you said, tight ends really never have right. a great rookie season. They don't. And he already is at, like, is he going to be at 1,000 yards? I think he is. No. No 1,000 yards? No. No. No, no, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Hold on. I'm going to take a look at it. Um, talk to us about a few others. But, um, yeah, again, I think, uh, especially the tight end position, uh, Kasiki is going to be the guy who's going to actually be drafted next year. I uh, I don't know where Greg Housey is going to be. You know, he's going to be another year older. Um, but uh, I do think that he will have value next year. Um TJ Hawkinson is another guy that if, you know, even if they, they, the Lions go with Jared Goff next year is still going to be good. I think he's going to be a good value next year too. Cause he really, you know, because he's gotten injured a little bit. I think he's, he's not going to be taken really high and he still could, he could give you, you know, top six tight end 
point. So. What about Najee Harris? How do you feel about him? Personally, I see him as like a third round pick next year, second to third round pick. Okay. I really, he's been so terribly inefficient. Yeah. Um, I think Zeke Elliott's going to drop out of the first round. Yeah, I think he's definitely in the kind of the third, third round area. Yeah. Depending on what happens. Kamara but, as well. Uh, Kamara, no, I think he's still a first round pick. Really? You think so? Okay. Yeah, I think you know, right. as long as the Saints can put together you know, a better quarterback situation. What about Saquon Barkley? I don't know. I don't know if he'll get drafted. He'll be probably a... Someone's going to take a real late flyer on that one. I don't know about that. I think he'll probably go in the fourth, fifth round. Um, I was wrong. Kyle Pitts. He's about 60 yards away from 1,000. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. But because he only that, had one I, touchdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he, he's allergic to the to that side of the field. No, he. Uh, I think because of him having such a good rough year, I mean, I think if you draft him in the fourth round next year, fifth round, I mean, he could come back and be like... The top tight end. The top tight end. Mm. But remember, tight Quarterback. Ends, Exactly. Matt Ryan, who knows what's happening in Atlanta this right. year. Um, yeah. So, uh, other than that, you know, I, I, I think this year in fantasy has been kind of what we expected. I think there was a lot of... Uh, I think great... it's been a trash year of fantasy. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> I'm doubting all my decisions, my, all my life decisions forever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Terry, like, Terry McLaurin's going to be questionable. There, like, there was a lot of guys who just, you know, were exactly what you thought they'd be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, very few crazy like well i mean julio's done you know, that was, oh, julio jones is done yeah i would agree yeah, with that. He's done. yeah aj um, brown though yeah he may jump up there this year he, he jumped up a little bit but i think he may jump up again because he really impressed me since coming back so um so if you have if you have the the middle first round pick are you still going running back at that point are there enough running backs now that you would take one in the middle of the first round next year or are you going to go wide receiver? I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean... Cooper wow. Cup, Jalen Waddle, Jamar wow. Chase. Yeah. Jalen Waddle in the first round? There's no possible way I'm taking a running back that late. I will take Jonathan Taylor um, if I get the first overall pick. Wait, and then wait. I don't like anybody else ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start um, uh, pulling a Matt Nagy or a George Costanza and start choosing what I normally wouldn't choose. Like I'll just make all the decisions I think were bad decisions and then watch it work out next year. So, uh, Taylor, give me death. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, well, well, Josh, I'm not gonna lie, man. I wish we could do this in person every week. Uh, it just flows like really well. Um, and uh, this was a good show. This was a good show. Yeah, had a good time. Yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, until uh, next week, um, where we'll finish up, uh, we'll go into week 18. Um, stay cynical. <laughs>